Thank you for tuning in and being with us today. My name is Haston Hanley, and this is Fortifying Your Faith. I'm so glad you could be with us and come together for another period of Bible study this afternoon. Today we're going to be discussing, for just a few moments, the three I Am statements of the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans. If you will, begin opening your Bibles to Romans chapter 1, verses 14 through 16. And as we begin here, and as we will discuss here in just a few moments, as we approach these three statements, all three times the Apostle Paul affirming that he is something, I want us to evaluate ourselves. I want us to take the time and read these verses and see if we, like the Apostle Paul, can firmly assert and firmly stand on the statements that we are three things. Now, if you are already in Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 14, the Apostle Paul says, I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So, as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first, and also to the Greeks. It's within these three verses that we find those three beautiful I am statements of the Apostle Paul. I want us to take a step back and begin looking at the first statement. The Apostle Paul says in verse 14, I am debtor. When he said this, it was not as if he was saying that he owed something or he owed money the way we most often think of being a debtor. He wasn't saying that he was owed money to the Greeks, to the barbarians or those who were not Greeks, those who did not speak the Greek language. He wasn't saying he owed them money. The Apostle Paul was not standing there saying that he owes any man anything, but what he is affirming is more than anything, he holds something very important that he owes the world. And we'll come to that here in just a moment as we look at verse 16. I just want you to go down to that verse with me for a moment. Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. That's the very thing that the Apostle Paul had that he owed the world. The Apostle Paul was freed from his sins. He was no longer that murderous man. He was no longer that person seeking to throw Christian men and women into prison that we read about in Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 8, and at the end of Acts chapter 7. But what we do find is a man who has been given hope, a man who has had his sins washed away, a man who sees a world lost and dying, and a man who sees the need to teach the Greeks and the barbarians the wise and the unwise, viewing the entire world in those two comparisons. 
the Greeks and the barbarians, the wise and the unwise, there was not anyone who would not fit within either one of those two overarching statements. And yet, as we read that, the Apostle Paul said he owed every one of the people that he met. What was it that he owed? He owed the teaching of the gospel of Christ. We'll get to his attitude when we come to the third I am statement, but I want us to dwell on that for a moment. For each one of us, as we see that lost and dying world that we're all all so often around, that lost and dying world that truly needs the gospel, when we see that friend at school or at work that we know is lost, are we willing to go out of our comfort zone to reach them? Do we feel like we owe them the truth because we have it? We have hope. We have that promise of eternal life. Do we feel that we owe those around us because we have what they're looking for? We have what they're hungering after? That promised home of heaven? Do we feel that attitude, that mindset of indebtedness? Because if we don't, I encourage you to reevaluate your mindset as a Christian. We have that hope of heaven. We have the knowledge of how to be freed from our sins. We have that knowledge of how to have our sins washed away. Have that transgression purged out of our lives. We have that knowledge and the world is dying without it. Do we feel indebted to our Heavenly Father? Do we feel indebted to our Savior to go out and to teach the lost? Jesus commanded before His ascension up into heaven in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19. He says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Are we willing to get out of our comfort zone and truly realize our indebtedness to those around us? Realize the need to go and to teach and to preach the gospel to those around us? Because we need to carry about that same statement as Paul did. I am debtor, both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. But in verse 15, he says, So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. Before we get to that second I am statement, I want us to examine the beginning of that verse. So as much as in me is, are we able to carry about that mindset? Not only the mindset of saying that we are indebted to the people around us because we have something that they need, do we have that resolve, that determination that nothing is going to stop us? Paul said, so as much as in me is, with every fiber of his being, he was going and he was ready and he was determined to preach the gospel and especially to those that were at Rome. 
You see in verse 13, just prior to these statements, he informed the Roman brethren that he had purpose to go and to teach them, to go and to encourage them. He even says at the end of verse uh, verse 13 that he might have some fruit among them. He was so determined that he said, with every fiber of my being, so as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel. Do we have that same resolve as Paul? Are we able to stand up and to say, I am ready to go out and to teach? We might see the need. We might see the determination. We might see that we are the ones who know the truth. We are the ones who can be indebted to the world because we have the gospel. We have that hope. But if you're not ready to go out and to teach, then we need to stand back and examine ourselves for just a moment. He says, So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are in Rome also. He had already been teaching. He had already been preaching. He had already been thrown into prison. He had already gone through so many things. And yet, he was still willing to say, I am ready. I want to bring this to a little bit more practical of a scenario for a moment. For each one of us who are New Testament Christians, who have studied our Bibles, who have found how we must obey the gospel, if we have determined, if we have justified within ourselves and have understood the commandments of God, we know the verses, we know that we must be baptized for the remission of our sins after we have repented, after we have confessed, after we have believed, and after we have heard the gospel. You know enough to teach someone else about the gospel. It's just as plain and simple as that. You know what helped you to become a Christian. You knew and you know the verses that taught you the very same thing. So why is it that so many times we view that we are not ready to go and to preach, to go and teach, to go and have a biblical conversation with our friends, perhaps with our family, with our co-workers, whoever it may be, We ought to have that very same idea of saying, I am ready to go and preach the gospel. You see, if we don't do that, if we don't have that determination, if we do not say, I'm ready, when will we be? When will we be ready to stand up and to say, I am going to preach, I'm going to teach, I'm going to have Bible studies? When is it that we determine within ourselves that we are going to be ready? Brethren, I encourage each one of you to stand up and to say, I'm ready to go and teach. Because we come to the final of these three statements in verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. 
For is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Can you say that? Paul could. I want us to take just a moment to open our Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And we're going to begin reading in verse 23. 2 Corinthians eleven twenty-three. As Paul was addressing the Judaizers in Corinth, he was addressing them and saying that if they want to back up their credentials as Jews, he could do that very thing. He went on to say as well, if they want to brag about the things they've endured for the cross, he could brag about the very same thing. Beginning in verse 23, he says, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. In labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequent, in deaths oft. Of the Jews five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, a night and a day I have been in the deep, and journeyings often, in perils of waters, and perils of robbers, and perils by my own countrymen, in perils by the heathen, in perils by the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and in thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. These are the things that the Apostle Paul had to endure. These are the things that the Apostle Paul had to endure because of his stance and his willingness not to give in about the gospel. He was able to stand up and to say, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. He wasn't willing to bury it. He wasn't willing to hide it. He wasn't willing to say, well, I don't want to talk about it in public. I can go somewhere else in private. He wasn't willing to say, well... I don't want them to look at me any different. What the Apostle Paul said is, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You see, if we have that same unashamedness, we would be carrying around the gospel every day. Because when we are unashamed of something, it's something that we want to talk about. It's something that we want to share when we are excited about something, when we are truly passionate about something, you cannot get someone to be quiet about it. We have to have that same mindset of being indebted to the world. Because without that mindset of being indebted to the world, then we lose the whole mindset of going out and teaching. We have to keep that mindset of being ready to preach and ready to teach Because we never know, first of all, when the opportunity is going to arise. And second of all, we never know when we need to teach. But more importantly, we need to stand up and say, I am not ashamed of the gospel. We should never be ashamed to sit down and to pray at the restaurant. 
We should never say that I am ashamed to carry around my Bible at school, to carry around my Bible at work, to sit down on my breaks and study my Bible. We should, as Christians, be just as unashamed as Paul was with this statement. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? Why was it that he was not ashamed? What was it about the gospel of Christ that was so important to Paul that he was not willing to be ashamed by it? For it is the power of God. Many people relate this word power from the Greek word dunamis. How many people say that it is the root word of the word dynamite? I don't want us to compare the power of God to dynamite and the power of the gospel to dynamite. Because what came first, dynamite or the word? What came first, dynamite or the gospel? We should be so willing to understand the power of the gospel that it makes dynamite look like an imitator. Because you see, the power of God's word, the power of the gospel, is unto salvation. No matter how much sin you have committed, no matter how bad you might feel within your own mind, the Apostle Paul, by inspiration, said, For it is the power of God unto Salvation. God's power is not limited by force. God's power is not limited by any sort of measurement that we can give it today. But yet, I want each one of us to realize something for a moment. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation. God has the power to cleanse us from our sins through the gospel, through baptism, through following the commandments that we have been given. And those commandments have been given to the Jews first, also to the Greek. Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost, the church was established. It was in that establishment that the Jews received the gospel. Simply put, We can turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 2 and look around verse 36. Acts 2, 36. The shorthand of the entirety of the gospel. The Apostle Peter says, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and and Christ. Now when they had heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And we see the power of God to raise his son from the dead, to give those alien sinners hope, to give you and me hope by these very words They were mentioned in Acts 2.38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You see, 
if we wish to have forgiveness of our sins. We have to turn to the gospel. We have to turn to the power of God. Not only that, when we become Christians, we have to be willing to stand up and to say of a certainty the very things that Paul said. I'm deader. I have the message of God. We have the gospel accounts. We have the New Testament that the world needs as it is covered up in sin. I'm deader. We can even make the second statement, I'm ready. And we can make that both of those statements because we have made up our mind not to be ashamed with that third statement, I am not ashamed. You see, as we turn to the Apostle Paul and as we seek to understand these three statements, I encourage each one of us to stand up and to affirm that within ourselves. Because when we tell ourselves these things, we begin to truly act that way. We begin to make it a part of our lives and a part of our personalities. I'm not ashamed. I'm ready. And I'm deader. Thank you for tuning in and being with us. I hope that you will tune in next time we upload a podcast and you can sit down and study with us for however long that study will be. Thank you and I hope you have a wonderful day.